Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, I've got about 59 minutes left to uh, grace you with my dulcet tones. John Chuckery going to be back Friday night after the uh, Hawks-Knicks game at 7. And he'll be back full-time uh, coming up on uh, Monday. Well, now, the second favorite season for SEC football fans is the offseason. And all the speculation that goes along with it, because it just means more. You look at teams like the Florida Gators. Finished up 6-7, and seven, lose that oh horrible bowl loss to Oregon State. They just didn't want to be there. 30-3 in the Vegas Bowl. Not real thrilled with uh, Graham Mertz, the uh, transfer from uh, Wisconsin. He still has two years left. But apparently they've had the best uh, recruiting class since uh, Urban Meyer was there, perhaps. Alabama, their big questions are, of course, you've got to replace one of the most gifted quarterbacks they've ever had. But their offensive line hasn't been good the last couple of years, nor – has the wide receiving core, but you have the number one class in the country. That can be remedied. And I'm telling you, David Pollock lit a fire under uh, Nick Saban at the national championship game, saying Georgia's now the standard bearer in college football, so to speak. And they're going to be playing that on a loop in that Alabama facility. What about uh, South Carolina? Finished up 8-5. and five. Big wins over Tennessee and Clemson to close out the year, though they lost their bowl game. Spencer Rattler's back. And their best receiver, Juice Wells, will be back. He could have been the first Gamecock receiver since Pharaoh Cooper back in 2015. And, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They've done an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL can take its chunk out of any team, but. Yeah. I think some people misunderstood my remarks saying, oh, that just angered Nick Saban. No, that inspired Nick Saban. Lit a fire under him. And he's going to play that clip. It's going to be running on a loop in every room, in the weight room, in the, in the players' lounge, the locker room, the urinal, right there. And, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They've done an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL can take its chunk out of any team, but. There you go. And Alabama did have the top recruiting class. And I'm telling you, winning three national championships in a row, you think winning one was hard? You think winning two was hard? Although Georgia's schedule, though, oh, those first four games are just ghastly. Though you do have South Carolina coming to Athens, though. God, who do they have? What is it? Uh, I think they open up with Walton High School. Then Agnes Scott comes to Athens. And then Bernal. I think Bernal, but Bernal's got that big edge rusher, though. What's her name? Christy? Christy Martin from Bernal. She can bend the edge, bro. Watch it. No, it's Skylar Thompson. It's Skylar Thompson, that's right. <laughs> the UConn point guard. He's going to try football. And don't, est- don't, don't, don't underestimate uh, Agnes Scott. Bunch of ball hawks in that secondary. Or the, uh, the Scotties, the Agnes Scott Scottish Terrors. They actually do have a funny T-shirt in their book score, Agnes Scott Football. It's pretty funny. Get that one. It's a good shirt to get. But I, but I joke, but that's, that schedule is a joke, though. You know, Tennessee, 
Everybody likes uh, Joe Milton coming to the quarter. Derrick Henry, the Titans running the back. He was on a podcast, and he said, oh, that dude's nice, bro. Big dude, cannon arm, all the things. So Tennessee's hype machine for uh, this year is certainly uh, up and well. Up and running, certainly. So uh, Georgia got some good news, though. Glad McConkie is coming back. Dominic Blaylock, though, in the transfer portal. Everybody loves him up there because of what he's been through. Two ACLs on the same knee. Came back and was productive this year. Big third down catch in the Peach Bowl against Ohio State. But he's moving on. But, man, that wide receiver room and tight end room, <sighs> bruh. Three talented freshmen coming in. They're four and five stars, or at least they're all four stars. So you have uh, Ra Ra Thomas from Mississippi State transferring in. Dominic Lovett from Missouri, all SEC receiver. Both of these guys very productive, along with Lad McConkie. Arian Smith is back. Like I said, Lad McConkie, Brock Bowers coming back for his final year. So if Georgia can uh, maintain those pieces and uh, refurbish that offensive line, and, of course, you've got a, almost an unknown at a quarterback with a Carson Beck. We'll see. Brock Vandergriff, he's graduated. I think he has one year left. I wouldn't be surprised if he transferred. But the transfer window's already closed, though, and he's still staying around. We have a, we have a, and don't even don't disqualify Gunnar Stockton from the conversation. Apparently, he did a great job as uh, playing uh, the role of uh, Texas TCU's quarterback, just like Stetson Bennett did playing Baker Mayfield leading up that Rose Bowl. Could, this be, could Gunnar Stockton be Stetson Bennett 2.0? I don't know. Carson Beck, probably the guy, though. And Carson Beck, a good all-around athlete. He's not a statue back there. He's an AAU-quality basketball player, great baseball player, had SEC uh, aspirations there, perhaps a, a middle-late round, round draft pick in baseball. Great arm, tough runner, more mobile than you think, certainly a lot bigger than us stats in the prototypical size. And basically 75% of your roster is back, that entire defense, basically. Kaylee Ringo and I think uh, Christopher Smith are moving on. But that might be about it for the most part. Jalen Carter, of course, yeah, that's it. But but you got Bear Alexander now. He's going to be the third guy, you know. That third in the line of uh, Jalen, who was the guy last year, now with the uh, Eagles, Jordan Davis. We go from Jordan Davis to Jalen Carter to Bear Alexander. They're the same dude, same dude. Freakishly big, freakishly athletic for their size. So just insert – Another 6'6", 330-pound guy that can run in there, basically. They will all sack the quarterback while at the same time lifting him up and yes, celebrating, and celebrating the sack. with the number one. That, yes. That's so iconic. That, that was just awesome. That was amazing. Yep. But if you're the LSU quarterback, man, bro, put me down, man. That's, that's college football's version of being posterized, isn't it? It is. It totally is. But, you know, there's a lot of unknowns in college football. I mean, anything can happen, injuries, everything else. But Georgia, why not three-peat? I don't know. It hadn't happened in almost 100 years, I don't think, though. But um, you got everything coming back in that the second-ranked recruiting class? Please. But let's hear from um, – let's go back to a Saturday celebration. I'm not going to mention the tragedy. We already mentioned that, and God bless those families. So heartbreaking. But let's hear from uh, Setson Bennett. At the celebration. The thing I'm going to be most proud of, man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were and 
Didn't happen. Y'all couldn't understand it, and, you know, and we kept winning, and, and we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines, and it was 49 to 3, and it was, you know, 65 to 7. It was everything, and y'all didn't want to believe it, because you didn't, <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, um, screw it. We got two rings, man, you know? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. That basically never happened. And where the thing emerged where everybody thought we were going to go seven and five? Nobody thought that. Now, there was, I bet it, Dylan, what percentage of uh, Bulldog Nation did not believe in Stetson even this year? Probably 35% maybe. Man, y'all burn us. No, no, it didn't happen, Stetson. Y'all burn us. No, revisionist history. No. But I understand how he feels on a certain way. But there are, there are going to be two memorable athlete speeches. Lou Gehrig, of course, today, today, and consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Ah, screw it. We got two national titles. Screw it. We got two rings, man. There you go. Screw it. We got two rings. That and Lou Gehrig. Those are the two. <laughs> but that didn't happen. Yes, there was a several there were yeah, there was a there was a faction of Georgia fans that weren't really thrilled with us, Stetson Bennett. Man, y'all burn us. Yeah, I know. Not everybody does. Y'all burn us. No, Stetson. Just just put some ointment on it. It's not us that burned. You gotta gotta be with cleaner women. <laughs> Screw it. We got two rings, man, you know. Oh, man. Here's Kirby Smart calling out David Pollock, though. This is a special group. These young men, most of them, sat on this stage last year. And every one of them took advantage of a hell of an opportunity in front of them when everybody in the country, I didn't have one guy, not even our very own David Pollock, that said this group would even make the playoffs. They had something different in mind. Mind. What is that? In mind. <laughs> that's a, what? Mind. That's a weird. That's a weird inflection. Mind. <laughs> well, Pollock's just doing his job, but he did also come around and say, "Well, you know, now, now there's a standard bearer in college of football." So winning and yeah, I know stats. Mind. <laughs> but it's absurd. That Stetson Bennett is not eligible. They, I think they're, they're going to have to amend these rules. That's that's so stupid and y'all burn us. Well, I know stats. You got your two rings, and you get to go to the Senior Bowl more than likely. Screw it, we got two rings, man. You know, I, I know, bro, I know. But um, the fact you can only be an All American and get to the College Football Hall of Fame, come on. They'll 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 have to remedy that because there's there's absolutely no way, no way he's not in there. I mean, the most, probably the most storied, legendary college football career. And I love when uh, Stake Shapiro compared him to a uh, Rudy. What if Rudy were actually a great player? Same sort of thing. And you know the story. And it, I would be surprised if it ends up being its uh, own little Hallmark movie of some sort. There's going to be a Stetson Bennett movie, I think. Hopefully it won't be as bad as the uh, Kirk Warner movie which was just god-awful from what I hear. Was it bad? I hear it was terrible. I haven't seen it either. And, uh, and I don't – just because it's a sports movie doesn't mean I'm going to see it. You can just tell some are bad, like, you know, Whoopi Goldberg playing the Knicks coach and Eddie. <laughs> you know, we'll see that. If, if they played that movie on a plane, I would still walk out. 
what it boils down to with that. With the plane 25,000 <laughs> yeah. feet in there, just yeah, walk out. Care. Nope, I can't. No, this movie's <laughs> trash. I'm gone. Did you see the, the, the movie with, uh, with Queen Latifah? And Common, Common was a was a basketball player oh, for the New Jersey Nets, yes, and he yes. was trying to recover and get. I forgot what his injury yes, was. Yes, that was. Uh, then they fell in love. Oh, of course they did. Boy, talk about fantasy. Queen Latifah don't want nothing that Common has. We all know this. <laughs> now, if it was, if it was somebody on the Atlanta Dream, maybe <laughs> a chick player. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, my sister was a lesbian, so we want for. We're going to come back and rank them. I bet you have some wonderful things in store, don't you, tonight? Mind. Mind. You got some great things in mind. I wonder if Kirby's – when is Kirby going to get some time off, though, so we can spend some of that money? He's going to burn out, y'all. College football ain't the same no more. We're going to come back and rank them. I have no idea what we're ranking. I'm just going to have to rely on my agile mind because Dylan's going to challenge me. Mind. We'll be back. Some more John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Triple in for Chuckery. We've been to rank them. Courtesy of our... Young producer Dylan Matthews, and let's get right to it, shall we? Let's get right to it, Rob. We're going to – you talked a little bit about the Falcons a little while back ago. And – sorry, I lit Mike again. We're going to talk a little bit about the Falcons. You need some Viagra for your ranking. Sennheiser, bro. I, I do. It won't stay up, Rob. As Mike Bell would say, I need to get this Mike Noodle al dente. <laughs> al dente. <laughs> anyway. We're going to have some uh, free agent Falcon Rankums. Oh, so we're going to do that. It. And uh, But first, you know what we have to do. We have to go through our, our national days. days. National days. All right. So funny. Four of them today, Rob. National Bootleggers Day. Boot- oh, big fan. <laughs> International Mentoring Day. National Classy Day. National Hot Buttered Rum Day. So a good day if you're into, if you're into the you huh. know, alcohol. How do you rank them? Hmm. National Bootleggers what is, Day. What is Natural Classy Day? I have no idea. I, I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. If you go to what National Day is and you go to the website that tells you the National Days, when you see National Classy Day, it's a picture of Limp Mike. Nah, not a picture of Limp Mike, but uh, it's a picture of God Rest Your Soul, Betty White. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, whatever that means. I uh, guess being classy, being a professional, that's what I... Being just a classy person? Well, being a Southern man, bootlegging one. <laughs> I want to keep it classy always. Number two. Okay. I'm all for mentoring people. Three. And hot butter rum. Nah, I don't care. Take your leave. That's four. Okay. So, <laughs> since you put hot butter rum four, we're going to transition into how do you rank these brown liquors? Oh. Rum, whiskey, bourbon, scotch. All right, rum, whiskey, bourbon, scotch. Yep. Bourbon will always be number one in my heart. Has to. Love bourbon. Has to be number one. Um, scotch and whiskey are kind of the same as far right. as I go, depending on the mood. Rum, if I'm at the beach. Right, <laughs> little rum drink. There you go. There you go. 
Okay, let's get into some free agent oh. rankums here. Before we do that, well, this is kind of a free agent rankum, but these technically, I mean, I guess they're free agents in a way. Kind of, not really. Yeah. Anyways, how would you rank these potential defensive coordinators for the Falcons as far as, you know, number one, you, this is your number one guy to yeah. your number four guy. Brian Flores, who the Falcons have already in, uh, requested to interview, yep. the Steelers linebacker coach. Vic Fangio, you know his resume. Tracy Rocker, he is the Eagles defensive line coach. Yep. Four guys Auburn on the Eagles. Legend. Yeah, four guys on the Eagles have 10 or more sacks. And another guy the Falcons have already requested to interview and Al Holcomb, the Panthers defensive coordinator. So how do you rank them? Brian Flores, Vic Fangio, Tracy Rocker, hmm. Al Holcomb as potential defensive coordinators for the Atlanta I'm Falcons. I'm going to go Flores. I like Rocker. Fangio three, Al Holcomb four. So we have Flores, Tracy Rocker, Vic Fangio, and Al Holcomb. I think that's the, the order I put it into. All right, cool. Yep. All right. All right. Now we're going to get into some real free agent rankums. First, Starting with the defensive line. Mm. Javon Hargrave, he is one of those Eagles that have 10-plus sacks. Right. Yannick Ngakwe, Jadavion Clowney, or David on Yamada. We know a lot about him. He is one of the very good defensive linemen for the New Orleans Saints. All right, give me that. We got Hargrave. Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Jadavion Clowney. David Anyamata, all Anyamata. free agents. I'll go Anyamata, Hargrave. I'll put Clowney fourth, other guy third. Okay. There we go. Yep, yep. What we'll do. Okay. Let's move on to offensive guards. We're going to go specifically offensive guards. Huh. Justin Pugh, Roger Saffold, Isaac Samalu, the very good offensive uh Guard for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles probably going to resign him, yeah, but Samalu? he will. Yeah, Samalu. Yeah, Samalu. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Wes of uh, the old Atlanta Falcon, Wes Schweitzer. Hmm. Even though Saffold's going to resign, right? Probably. Samalu is probably going to resign. Saffold, I, he probably is going to resign too. We'll see. I'll go Samalu, Saffold, Pugh, Schweitzer. There we go. There you go. Yep. yep. All right. You know. I'm not real up to speed on all of my NFL guards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even that. I just recognize those names. So, you know, those those are all good names. I come on the names I've heard of the most, if you know what I mean. Well, I've heard of him more than once, so he must be good. Okay. Let's rank these comedians. Mm. Eddie Murphy. George Carlin. Chris Rock. Kevin Hart. Oh, God. (laughs) I think Carlin. I know where Kevin Hart's going. <laughs> George Carlin is number one, two, three, and four. Okay. There you go. We need to go. We, we need to exit this segment with a, one of Carlin's best rants. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a big club. You ain't in it. I go Carlin <laughs> one, Murphy two, Chris Rock starting to get on my nerves. Kevin Hart, he's overexposed. I'm annoyed by him. Carlin's a legend. Murphy's a legend. Chris Rock was a legend. Kevin Hart, not a legend. There you go. Okay. All right. How do you rank these musical icons? Oh. Prince, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Rick James. Prince, MJ, Whitney, and who else? Uh, Prince, 
Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Rick James. <laughs> MJ, I just can't stand him in his history, man. So he's disqualified. Prince. I'm going to go Prince is my first, second, and Rick James is my third and fourth. Whitney. <laughs> great voice. No, but yeah, I'm, I'm just such a punk rock, alternative rock guy and old funk, you know. So Rick James definitely in there. It's going to be Prince 1, Prince 2, Rick James 3, Rick James 4. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I respect it. Yes, oh, sir. All right. We've been talking a lot about the Atlanta Hawks tonight as yeah. well. Which My of these? My favorite wrestler. <laughs> Not your favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these former Atlanta Hawks do you wish was still a part of the Atlanta Hawks organization? Kevin Herter. Danilo Gallinari. Cam Reddish or Coach Mike Budenholzer? Which one? Oh. How do you rank those? From I really want this person back to they can stay where they are. Herder won. Yeah. Love me some Red Velvet. I we love see Red Velvet. thriving out there. Yeah. I'll go Coach Bud, too. What do you do? He went and won a title. Yep. I bet he'd get more out of this team than uh, Nate does, maybe. Yeah. Definitely have the ball movement a little bit better. Gallo three and Reddish four. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Cam. Yeah, Cam, Cam is, is he's not even playing where he is. I, I think we we made the right made we the made right the right move on Cam. There's something uh, upstairs with him or lack or something. The physical tools are there, but it seems like a lot of things are lacking. As what us I, young kids would say, I don't think he got that dog in he him. He got Rob that Tribble. dog in him. He ain't about that action. He ain't the about won't, that action. We call it the want to. He ain't got the want the to. The want to. Okay. Like, like Stetson do. <laughs> All right, what else we got? <laughs> All right, who do you think will have the most sacks on the Falcons next season? Oh. Out of, we don't know who's going to, they, they could bring in somebody else that might have more, but right. we're going to go with current Atlanta Falcons. Arnold Ebichetti, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Malone, Lorenzo Carter, if he comes back, he's technically a free agent, and Grady Jarrett. Out of those four, who do you think has the most sacks on the Falcons next season? I think Lorenzo... Is going to get a call from Chuck Smith, and Chuck Smith is going to tell him a thing or two. Okay. Lorenzo's like going to be one, Grady two, Abikini three, Malone four. How about that? I like and it. And I think Lorenzo's going to be easier to, easier to sign. He should be re-signed, I think. Okay. Which out of these places would you rather shop? Money is not an issue. Okay. Because, well, you know, some of these places be taxing. That's right. <laughs> but money is not an issue. Right. Which would your, be your preferred grocery store? Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Publix, or Walmart? Trader Joe's has such a massive array of appetizers. They do. Trader Joe's is one. Whole Paycheck is two. (laughs) Whole Paycheck? I love it. Publix is three, and Walmart is four. (laughs) (laughs) Trader Joe's is awesome. I love Trader Joe's. That's that's where it's, right uh, the girlfriend the road, and I man. regularly shop. Well, there you go, as you should. I mean that that is that is the place to be, right there. Okay. And the staff is so friendly. They are. They're so helpful every time, and yep. they, they don't they don't mind answering any. Apparently, any sort actually, of they treat their uh, employees very well, so that's why they actually have good attitudes. Yeah, yeah. Unlike, I can see that because just the whole vibe in there seems good in Trader Joe's. How many Walmart videos have you seen where an employee gets on the microphone and? This place sucks. They don't take care of us. We're not getting overtime. We're underappreciated. There's no advancement. Right. 
Exactly. Then they drop the mic and leave the and premises. Then they leave. And they say, I quit. I'm, I'm tired of all this. Yep. All right. Which place would you rather get up and move to right now and have to live there the rest of your oh. life? California, Colorado, New York, or Nevada? Colorado won. Mm-hmm. New York, the state of New York. Okay. <laughs> Nevada, California three, Nevada four. Although I'd rather not live in California or Nevada. <laughs> Montana's going awesome. for you. Do you watch Yellowstone? I, I don't. My mom loves that show. Man. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. I've heard it's amazing, though. I hear Squid Billy and, oh, and a, Carl Dukes awesome. talk about it all the time. Awesome. Not to be my favorite part of the country. I've been out there several times. Oh, nice. Unbelievably gorgeous out there. I need to go to the National Park. Yeah. Okay. Keeping it going. Best Michael Jackson songs out of these ones. All right. Black or White, Man in the Mirror, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, or Want to Be Starting Something. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, one. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Um... Wait, what was we got? Um, black, black or, or white, white, man in the mirror. Don't stop till you get enough and want to be starting something. Want to be starting something. That's two. Don't stop till you get enough. One. Want to be starting something. Two. Man in the mirror. Three. Black or white. Four. See, post thriller MJ just doesn't do it for yeah, me. Doesn't doesn't get the job done and for you. Off the wall. We all know it's the greatest Michael Jackson album. So, in oh. my opinion. All right. To close things out here on, for a rankum, Rob, your favorite season. Of the year. Oh, winter, spring, summer, fall, I'm gathering. Yep. See, here's my take on it. I wouldn't want to live somewhere where there aren't seasons. There's just one season. Oh. I love all seasons, but okay. some more than others. Okay. Summer's my least favorite. That comes in at four. I don't like the hot weather. Look at me. Look how pasty. I just, <laughs> I, two things happen to me in the sun. I either burn or I bleach. <laughs> so summer is fourth. Uh-huh. Um, Spring is third, winter two, fall is one. Fall is easily fall is the most best. Beautiful time of the year. College football, football, leaves are changed. You got Halloween and and it, and it's the perfect weather out too. Like it's not too hot, not too cold. Yeah. Sometimes you made in a nice light jacket, but that That's right. but that nice light jacket weather is the best. Oh wait a minute, we have an update. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna flop winter and spring. Okay. Uh, spring is now number two. Winter spring. is three. Summer's four. I agree. Because, uh, you know, after the winter, in the spring, the sundresses come out. And the ah, sundress so, season. Yeah. Yes. So it's Rob a, Tribble is a sundress a wonderful, man. Wonderful thing. <laughs> wonderful thing. And then winter should be three, too, because at least when winter, you can you can put on, you can keep putting on layers. You can right. only take off so many clothes. There you go. That's exactly summer. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Good job, my friend. Thank you. Hey, we're going to come back. Probably my greatest day as a Falcon fan happened on this day. We're going to go back in the history books next. More John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Triple in for Chuckery. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. We're going to do some uh, 
on this day in history covering sports, music, all the things. 1961, and how prophetic was this? U.S. President Dwight Eisenhower warned the United States must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. He felt if left unchecked, it could undermine American democracy. And also, <laughs> our coiffers, too, our coffers, when we spend about $6 trillion uh, training Afghanistan troops, they surrendered in one day. <laughs> Where'd that money go? <laughs> also, on this day, in 1916, the PGA, Professional Golfers Association, formed in New York City. This day in 1995, the Rams announced a move to St. Louis, and Los Angeles is so laid back they didn't care. Probably didn't even notice. <laughs> That's how they are out there. And on this date in 1706, Benjamin Franklin was born. And you know, after, for a brief time after his death, they thought he might have been a serial killer. They found a bunch of human bones in the basement of his house. No, he was just, he was stealing bodies, but we knew nothing of anatomy. We knew nothing of it. He was doing that for medical reasons. He wasn't um, doing anything sexual with him or anything like that. Speaking of anatomy, that's the word. I, that was the A word I was thinking. I was trying oh, to think earlier. of earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anatomy. That was the word. Hey man, sometimes when the bullets are flying, you're on air. You lose things. Yeah. Yep. Thought he's a serial killer. No, he was trying to learn the human body because our knowledge of anything medical was just primitive and limited. All right. How about this? This date in 1981, Motley Crue forms, and this summer, they went on tour, and Vince Neil, their lead singer, he's all bloated now with a bunch of plastic surgery. He should have hung it up long ago. Listen how horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a lot of where he sounds even worse, where he can't even sing anymore. It's terrible. But guess what? He's laughing all the way to the bank. So, oh, well, what are you going to do? And how about this one? This date, on this very date in 1999, I was on the field at the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome with a camera on my shoulder shooting the Falcons Vikings NFC Championship game and leading into that game nobody nobody gave the Falcons a chance at all they had Randall Cunningham Randy Moss uh they had uh, what John Randall with his crazy eye black on the other just almost an unbeatable team but they weren't Morton Anderson for the win 38 yard field goal by Morton Anderson the hold, the kick, it's on the way, it's up, and it's going. The Falcons are going to the yes. Super Bowl. The Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. The Falcons have done it. They have done the unthinkable. They have won inside the Metro Dome, and the celebration is underway on the field. Great Jeff Hollinger, now, now a news anchor at 11 Live, and of course, uh, Jeff Van Note as well. What an unbelievable time that was in Minneapolis, not to mention because I met this girl named Alethea, and uh, lovely, lovely, and uh, I was the victim that night, that's all I'm going to say, I was just minding my own business, 
just minding my own business, but what a beautiful city, too. Fly. I'm always accused of finishing too early. <laughs> I gave her the best 30 seconds she's ever had in her life. <laughs> what a beautiful city. Flying in, all the ice fishing huts, it was so cool. It was so funny. We got some snow wearing up there. But one day it actually got up to like 25 degrees. You could tell the people who live in Minnesota wearing golf shirts. It was like nothing. It's, just, it's balmy. It's a balmy 25 outside today. Man, I remember going to – I've been to Minnesota once, literally – maybe two weeks before the pandemic hit, I was in Minnesota, like before the pandemic hit real hard. I did not realize, like, it gets so cold up there. They have, like, these walkways. Between buildings, that's Between right. buildings, yeah. so you don't have to go outside. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Because, well, think about New York in the winter is really cold because all those skyscrapers, it's like a wind, wind tunnel, tunnel yeah. man. Well, think about up there. They have some skyscrapers, too, and that's a special kind of cold. But my one of my greatest days. As a, as, a, as a Falcon fan, working that game on the field, too. I think Steak was on the field that day, all the guys from 790, back when 790 was around. All those guys were down there, too. Just the most epic time I've ever had covering uh, sports was up there when the Falcons beat the Vikings. And I remember, and this was funny, before the game was up, over, Gary Anderson, the Vikings kicker, had not missed a kick the entire season. And he had, like, what, a 47-yard or something like that, and he actually missed a kick. Had he made that kick, the game's over. He missed a kick, though, first kick of the year. Opened the door for the Falcons to win it in OT. And I remember the uh, Minnesota newspapers, well, clearly in a, in a, in a sense of uh, – how, how can I phrase this? Premature jocularity. <laughs> they actually printed extra versions of their newspaper – Vikings advance the Super Bowl. Vikings win NFC prematurely. And I should have got it's like Dewey defeats Truman, basically is what that boils down to. So what a epic time. You know, but the bad thing is the following season, Atlanta was set to host the Super Bowl that year. And everybody thinking, well, hey, we went there this year. Certainly we can actually play in our own building and maybe win it. Of course, Jack, of course, uh, Tampa Bay did that two years ago and the Rams did it last year. But we're thinking, yeah. But then that Monday night game against the Dallas Cowboys, Jamal Anderson, non-contact injury, tears his ACL, and we knew the season was done then. We were done after that. But, man, what an epic, epic time. Man, that's crazy how history repeats itself. You, you just told that story about how the Falcons thought they were going to be able to get to the Super Bowl oh, yeah. in their own building. That's kind of like how it was here. We got there in 2016. Right. In 2018, we hosted it. We thought, that is shoot, right. we'll, be, we'll be able that's to get right. back there. And man. we know how that went. Well, Part of me is happy about that because at the Hyatt downtown, one of my good buddies, he'll occasionally bartend down there, and he happened to be bartending that night at the Hyatt when Robert Kraft had his Super Bowl party there. And the Gronk brothers, Gronk's brothers, those two massive meatheads, shirtless at the bar, just ordering vodka bottle after vodka bottle. They tipped my, my boy like six, 700 bucks that night, though. And he said they were awesome and hilarious. So we had a great time. That's with that. great. Yeah, that's great. That's a great story. Yeah, man. So there you go. That's all I have for this day in history, though. So what what, what do you want me to do now? You want me to rip on the Hawks some more? I can do that. I'd be happy to. But I don't want to. They've won three in a row, though. They've won three in a row. Let's go on a run. You're what? You're what? Maybe like two, two and a half games out of the sixth place in the Eastern Conference. You got two big games coming up, too. Man. I mean, obviously, 
anytime you play the Mavericks with Luka Doncic, that's yeah. going to be a big game for other reasons. But you want to obviously keep the win streak going. Then you play the Knicks on Friday. That's a big game because they're in front of you. Yeah. Then you got the Charlotte Hornets, another Eastern yeah. Conference opponent. That's yeah. a big game. So you got big games coming up to so not only games. keep the win streak going, but to kind of help your playoff positioning against these two Eastern Conference teams you got coming up Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I really cannot wait for this uh, Bengals-Bills game. We didn't get to see that one in its completion due right. to uh, Mr. Hamill. And that like it was going to be a shootout, too. Right, I know. What's the Buffalo weather for this weekend on Sunday? That's, that's the question. Let me look ahead. Do you think there's going to be any sort of – I hate to use this term, but for lack of a better lack of a better term, PTSD when it comes to that matchup. I don't think so. I think I think because now, everything kind of worked out. You think it everything be okay? worked out, and the fact they they both played games now since then, right? True, true. So, it, so you're thinking about the fact both that, play playoff games too as well. Yeah, but they're looking at across at the uh, the team they were playing when that incident happened. I think that's that's behind, behind them. them. I bet it would have been a thing though had their next game. They just automatically reschedule that game, then have to play it. Could have been a thing. Right. But not now, though, because that, it's like uh, I think it's going to be 30 degrees on Sunday at kickoff, maybe some snow flurries. Not one Ooh. of those epic, horrible Buffalo games, though. So we also got Dallas and the 49ers. I think the big question is can Dak duplicate what he did on Sunday? Now it's a question of can he be consistent? Because he's looked horrible this year and looked, he looked great last night. Can he duplicate that, though, against the uh, 49er defense? And he faced. Pressure at the beginning of the game against right. Tampa Bay, but he's going to get it consistently get it kiss, yeah, against the 49ers. Thing. This could be I can, that's right, that's right. So we shall see. You got Jaguars and uh, Chiefs on a uh, Saturday. That's the four four thirty game, dude. I I I wouldn't be shocked. Really, I would not be shocked. I would. I, I, maybe, I would maybe be surprised. What I want to happen? Well, you know. You know, Trevor Lawrence, good Cartersville kid from Georgia, yeah. so I'm rooting for him. Yeah. And I'm tired of the Chiefs. But I just wonder, <laughs> since uh, Trevor Lawrence had such a terrible first half in their game against the Chargers and such a great second half, he can relax and play now. Jaguars have a defense, too. Yeah. They, right. they, they, they could do it. I, I just – I don't see – they're going to have to get some consistent pressure – on Patrick Mahomes because I don't know how and well that back getting, end is going to yeah, hold up. And sometimes consistent pressure on Patrick Mahomes means you're uh, cutting your own throat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, it will be a great story, though. It's more wishful thinking. Yeah. And I, I think. I will say, though, I, I am praying that the Eagles win um, because my, my girlfriend is a. girlfriend, she'll be devastated. Yeah, she she will she will legitimately cry. She'll. How long will she just shut down and be inconsolable? Oh, so right. she'll be no telling sad. Rob. So might, sadness, be a, might be a little minute. Sadness and anger the following day. No, anger first, then and, sadness. And no, 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 no affection will come from from her when she's feeling that way. Will it? She'll, she'll uh, shut down. No, yeah, they, they, not going to eat. It's going to be a lot of back rubbing, saying it's okay. You guys can get there next year. It, it, it's. But it, I don't want to wait till next year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it's going to be a. It's going to be a tough day. So Ooh. just for the sake of everybody, I, I hope the Eagles win. Trying to think, do the Giants actually, do they still have that magic? I don't know. Daniel Jones, though, at least he played well enough where he's not going to be. He's also familiar with his team, so he's not like he's going to be right. terrified of them. Right. And that that's what Simone's saying. She was like, she's scared because, you know, we, we've seen what it looks like when, when divisional teams play three times in a row. It, yep. They've all been good games. I mean, it yep. happened uh, Ravens and Bengals. It happened in right. that situation. Right. So it, that it, familiarity with yeah, each other. Yeah, it, anything it, could happen. It happened. Anything can happen. Huh. 
But I, I, I'll tell you, no offense, I, I'm sure your your woman's lovely. I God, I hate the Eagles. Do you really? I cannot stand any Philly. I hate the Phillies. Oh, I hate the Phillies. I hate the Eagles. I hate the 76ers. That Eagles Even their MLS team. <laughs> the Union. And the Flyers. The hell, the Flyers, too. I just don't like Philadelphia teams. I just They're don't. They're passionate fans. Don't you have a city whose teams you just hate? No, not really. I, I mean, Cowboy fans are all – they just get on my nerves because they're just so obnoxious. Oh, oh, that's why I really want them to live. But I don't have any personal beef with them. Actually, you know what? I do have a personal beef <laughs> with the fan base now I think about it, Rob. I dislike Toronto Raptors fans a lot. They're really? So, yeah. They're so cocky. And they're like they're, – they're rude. Like you, you, you. We're talking about Canada. I know, Those and I was nice shocked people. too. I was shocked, Rob. What, what you were up there? No. So I have, I have my, I have my own YouTube channel, and I talk about the Hawks on there a lot. Yeah. And so I was doing a reaction video, and they lost to the Raptors. And when I tell you that video did very good numbers, so that was good. But it was basically all Raptors fans, and they were really? all in my comments, just, just being rude and nasty. Like it was. It was crazy. Man. But see, the thing I don't respect about them, they don't keep that same energy when you beat them. They're nowhere to be found when you beat them. They're all quiet Uh all of a sudden. uh. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Plug your YouTube channel. Plug it. Oh, it's it's just Dylan Matthews. It's my name. Two T's and Matthews or one? Just one. I'm unique. Actually, I don't know why there's only one T. Well, the Matthews I grew up with two doors down, there was one T and Matthews with them. Okay, that's good. Because I always got it wrong growing up. I'm glad so. I'm not the only one. I know. I'm not I, the only one. You always have to spell it out because everybody, they just they just default to two. And I understand it. I mean, it, it is the standard, but I only have one. So, who do I have this weekend? Uh, Jaguars over the Chiefs is wishful thing. Chiefs are going to win that. I think the Eagles win, too. I'm going with Burrow and the Bengals over the Bills, though. Bills did not look good against Miami. And you could say the Bengals didn't necessarily either. Again, we're talking about divisional games. I Josh Allen can't make the same mistakes he did. No, I mean, he, he threw some dimes, yeah. but he made some mistakes too. He can't make those same mistakes against the Bengals. I think I think San Francisco is going to feast on Dallas. That's such an old school matchup too. All right, well I guess we're done here. I'll be back with you on Thursday night, and then uh, Chuckery's going to take it over from there. He'll be here Friday night after uh, after the Hawks and Knicks. This is Sports Radio 929 The Game.